only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i had a baby her name is isla i want to see the baby (laughs) i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself hello colin hello jenna long time no chat so glad to see you same yeah i was i was realizing well obviously both of us have been busy no excuse it just hasn't happened that's far over it's overdue but i mean i think our listeners they know the yeah and i think we got a good one tonight too because we've got a lot to catch up on over the last five weeks i think yeah yeah we've got some as the kid ground to cover it's been a minute yeah or yeah we're due we're due indeed so uh Gosh, let, I feel like let's just dive right in. We both have compiled notes, heavily compiled notes yeah. with the assistance of our respective sp- respective spouses. Yeah. And and we've got lots to say. There really. Is and I yeah. don't know if we should work like front to back or or go back in time. Maybe pull a Quentin Tarantino and we can like do a little bit of like the current topics and then whoosh, flashback I yeah don't know. let's do let's do like a quick 10 15 tops on current <laughs> events current events uh, yeah, and i'm okay, putting that fictitious okay. timeline there because if we have it in our minds we'll be for mm. seven minutes we'll be like oh my god we gotta wrap up we've been talking about this for too long <laughs> and then it'll have been almost 20 minutes half an hour so yeah okay uh and then we can just like a loose loosey-goosey timeline. yeah and then okay. fill everyone in with like you know the real meat and potatoes yeah, what they the came stuff. for. We'll give them dessert first. Nice. Mm. There you go. So, uh, would this be considered current topics? The OG comment? I, it must be because we, we have to have that as a uh, an OK Boomer segment. Yes. We've, so we've got a legitimate OK Boomer. It's it's first and foremost, yeah, it's a legitimate OK Boomer yeah, it was part a, of this segment. An old man saying something dumb. And and we're here to embarrass him <laughs> in front of everyone. He's he's fully prepared. So, I think for this mentally, emotionally. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And you know what? I appreciated his honesty. And uh, I I'm I haven't asked him if we're actually no. I did tell him we're going to put it on the show. I think yeah, so. And he didn't. He didn't. He didn't seem to care. Um, he didn't fuss. Yeah. So we. Do you want to pull up? Do you have the? Yeah, thing? I do. Jenna the message. Oh, okay, okay. Jenna published the last episode. And she made a comment about uh, a shout out to an OG listener. So just let me quickly pull it up here. By the way, if I'm talking funny, it's because I started off the day the worst way possible mm. uh, by chipping my tooth. Oh. I uh, and- 
I went to take a drink from a metal water bottle and like oh, I no. misjudged it and the rim hit like the very corner of the front the of my exact. tooth. And it's oh. like a, a piece just chipped off the backside of my tooth. Is it a large piece? It's not large. I think in a, in a week or so it'll have worn itself down and I won't notice it as much. But right now my, I see. my tongue kind of keeps catching on it a little bit. It's, it's very bizarre. Oh my, oh my goodness. And um, anybody who's had like orthodontics mm-hmm. work uh i feel like could relate to this you know even the slightest change to to what's in your mouth is like so it, it's it occupies your brain yeah it, just like very very weird yeah there's a strange i think like primitive uh reaction to it where it's like yeah for sure it's on your mind so it's consuming so yeah. dad wrote about the episode damon in distress uh, i noticed in the notes that you thanked longtime OG listener Charlie. And then he follows this up with, Is that me? And does OG stand for old guy? LOL. <laughs> and no, <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yes. Oh, um, and we could have left him in the dark and allowed him to believe that OG meant old guy. But Colin had the decency of. of explaining yeah he i laughed really hard i said no but that's going to be a boomer moment i said og stands for original gangster i'm not sure that's like yeah. totally accurate but i feel like it is yeah, yeah yeah and uh and generally now it's been kind of uh you know amended to also include like the original person yeah like uh, an yeah. early adopter kind of thing like your ride or die almost Exactly. Uh, and yeah. uh, and I said, no, it's just I mean the first, the original, and early adopter. Because Dad mm-hmm. was one of the first people to listen to the show. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't and have still to keep does. listening. He did. No, he, he had didn't. to start because he's my dad. He has to right. be interested in, in my see. stuff. <laughs> Even though I'm 34, he's still got to do it, right? Dad's going to die. He knows. Yeah. yeah he knows his. And, uh, but you know what? He, he likes it, so he, he keeps coming back for more. That's good. Uh, and as a result, uh, he just provides... We're happy to have him. Yeah, a lot of a lot of natural content, like our very... One of our only second or third OK Boomer segments. Yeah, so he's our old guy. He's our old guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's our, our old guy. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I, if, if I may, I, I'll follow this up with... Because uh, a couple episodes ago, maybe it's a few now... We were talking about some some idioms and like some old f- terms coined oh, and yeah, phrases yeah, like, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I heard recently and I really liked this one. Uh, all the old haunts. Okay. Meaning all the places we used to go. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I say I saved it. I didn't look up the meaning, so I am going to do this with you guys now. Uh, so that we can find out together. It's actually almost like when you when you say all the old f- haunts on its own and, and outside of context, it's interesting because yeah. my mind immediately goes to like a melancholy kind of nostalgia. Okay, interesting. Looking, yeah. looking back longingly and a little sad. I don't know why. It's kind of like the uh, like Andy's quote at the end of the series where he's like, you know, I wish they would have told you when it's your good old days before they're gone or something, yes. something to that effect. I get that yeah, kind of I wish you knew when you were in the good old days. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got chills just now saying that because I'm rewatching 
where I left off the office last, which okay. was like season, I think I'm season like six or seven, somewhere in there. Right. And he's the manager. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? How old is the series? Like 20 years old? Um, yeah, it's old. Okay, so in English, the idiom old haunt refers to a place frequently visited in the past. This expression, which resists literal translation, conjures the image of the ghost. Ghosts of the living and dead. Of both individual and collective spirits. That's a lot. Wait, of both individual and collective spirits haunt places. Okay, so. Anyways, yeah, it's kind of self-explanatory in a way. But I just, like, I don't know. I liked that that way, mm-hmm. that term of phrase. And, and I was like, I'm going to have to use this now. Like, I heard a, I heard a. Don't know when, but. Well, and it's nice because you think of it, it kind of makes you stop and kind of reminisce a bit and then enjoy some of the happier memories and then you carry on mm-hmm. with, with the rest of your day kind of thing um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i heard another someone taught me a new idiom recently and it was a sort of an analogy to refer to someone in a more polite way when you okay. want to tell them how not smart they are like how the people in the south are, are like oh no like um, if you know someone and you just sweet oh gosh sorry go on oh i know what you mean like that uh they have this cute yeah. expression that's like, like you're oh, done bless your heart child bless like, your heart yeah, it's like oh yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah you're stupid <laughs> and i need you to know this but i can't say it out loud yeah but like i'm i'm a kind person and i'm not gonna yeah. stoop to that level yeah. and i'm just bless your heart i'm, yeah. I'm better than you <laughs> <laughs> and I need us both to know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this yeah, one was sorry. So a, little, this one. a little more blunt. It said, uh, you must be smooth-brained. Smooth-brained? And I was like, that is, oh. that is, that is pretty heavy-hitting. <laughs> you don't think good, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. Or, like, dry. I feel like that's, yeah, I feel like that's super aggressive. Like, you need, yeah. I think it'd be, ni- it'd be nicer to just tell someone you're an idiot. Or yeah. I think you're dumb. Like even if You've you said it like, that intentionally, you gotta like think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah. I, oh it, dear. I think I'd have to meet someone exceptional for them to earn that coming out of my mouth towards them. I'll tell. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say it behind a lot of people's backs. Okay. Because that's the kind of guy I am when I'm angry about someone. I'll just talk You'll about speak them. You'll speak. Or about like them behind their back. When I yell point. at other drivers as I'm passing them, or I almost got hit today. What? Driving home from uh, uh, after work and after picking up Olivia. And, oh, dude. And some guy's in the left lane and he's trying to come oh, right dude. into me. No, I, no, and no. this poor, I, like, I, I don't know. He was trying to come across the right lane because mm-hmm. he needed to get into the business that was exited there. Mm-hmm. But he seemed just lost in the road. Cause I, he was not. I just good. happened to not look left, that. and there he was coming at me. I moved out of the way, and I was like, "You fucking idiot!" Blah blah blah. Only because you were paying attention did this not result in an accident. I would be okay with that assessment. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh jeez. And then Olivia's telling me I said a bad word. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but this guy was a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're like, Olivia. Something bad almost happened, and I stopped it from happening. I'm using my clause of allowed to use a bad word in these <laughs> situations. You should tell her, like, the clauses of of when you can use bad words when it's okay. 
<laughs> I, I generally tell them, <clears throat> well, in this situation, and in, in, in all situations like this, I just, I talk to them like I would talk to you. Like if, okay. if she said, yeah. why did you swear? I literally told her, I was like, this old frigging guy tried to come into our lane and I had to get out of the way. He's not driving too good today. And she goes, oh, okay. I just, I, I don't. <laughs> I accept. Yeah, yeah. I don't waste my time coming up with an, a, another story. And she's like, mm-hmm. it'll either, anyway, doesn't matter. But when it comes to. Th- I feel like they just want to hear the truth something. at the end of yeah. the day. Uh, and, and kids, I think, have a pretty good, like, gauge. Mm-hmm. A truth meter if you will. So they can tell when their parents are, like, making Pulling stuff Pulling the wool over their eyes, yeah. Yeah. Generally, like. I'm sure not every kid. No, like some kids are like, I'm happy to live in a world of imagination. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but uh, I think generally speaking, kids are like, they just want your honesty. And like, they're better for it if you are. I think so. I'm, I'm hoping Excuse anyway. Me. We'll see. Yeah. And the other thing yeah. it, about the swearing is I always tell them, like, you, you're not supposed to say that word. That's an adult word. And, it, okay. and I always just say, like, just don't say it in front of your teachers or other adults. Like... Yeah. Just don't get yourself in trouble. I know you're going to be swearing and stuff. Just, like, watch your back. Yeah. Be uh, conscious of where you're saying it and who you're yeah. saying it to. And and as they get older. And who may or may not be recording you on a phone when you're saying You know, yeah. stuff like that, too. Because yeah, they have to grow up in a generation where, like, potentially everything ever yeah. that they do is... Big is Brother's watching. Being, I don't know, recorded? Yeah. I don't know. I can't... I, I don't want to think about that yet i'm like my kids don't have phones yet yeah. it's i'm living in a world of bliss <laughs> how do we okay what were we talking about before uh idioms oh yeah that's right and smooth brain okay yeah we're back to smooth brain yeah, yeah. and then i i um, my brain short-circuited when i talked about swearing at drivers <laughs> yes because then i thought of this guy yeah sorry thank you everyone for helping me walk through that traumatic events in my day all good uh it's important to talk these things out Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. then if you keep it trapped inside it comes out in other strange ways i realize i haven't even and you don't realize it yeah (laughs) i haven't even told cassie yet oh it just occurred to me that i totally forgot about it yeah after this recording ceases (laughs) then tell her and then she'll find out before it airs yeah i'll have to give her a spoiler Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoilers. (laughs) Um, So, I've got a couple things on my list here. Let's do Um, it. But I don't want to just, like like we said, we're going to work our way through them. I feel like this is still on topic with, like, things coming out from the past. Right. Okay. So, uh, Jordan and I were having this discussion a while ago because I had this flashback of being in Brockville during the blackout of 2003. Do you remember this? Um, no. It was like the eastern seaboard uh, oh, I do. electricity. Yeah. Didn't they call it a brownout or something? Out. I don't know. I think that's the first time uh, I heard that term. On Wikipedia they call it the blackout I'm of 2003. Sh- yeah, I'm sure. And they mentioned brownouts. But that's anyway. like the people, the people's voice is Wikipedia. Yeah. So... Um, but that being said, I, like, I don't want to say I remember it so distinctly, but because mom had taken us to Brockville for, like, a weekend getaway in the summer, 
I remember it and like we were jamming out to like the soundtrack of of um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. Caribbean, however you choose to say I that say, word. I say yeah, it's weird. How do you say it? I think I say Caribbean. Caribbean? Okay. And uh, yeah, some people say Caribbean. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I call it Caribbean. Who's who, you know? Right. I say it's like as the region, I pronounce it Caribbean. But yeah, when I pronounce okay. the movie, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, but I think it's like because the movie title, it's like it's a it's the the way that it sounds. It's almost like together. Like I don't say lyrics to a song. That sounds really dumb. But like Pirates of the Caribbean just doesn't sound right to me as Pirates of the Caribbean. I see. I, get, I see. Like, I the see, timing I see. or the flow of it. I wonder if it's also like a U.S. Canada yeah, thing. I don't know. So uh, we're jamming out to that soundtrack and like pretty pretty uh, memorable soundtrack, I think. Anywho, and so we were talking about like first when it happened because neither of us could remember the year. Jordan was like, it was 2004. And I was like, I don't know. I think it was before then. And anyway, so we, I just Googled it, yeah. obviously. That's so awesome. Uh, so August 14th, 2003, they can, it's still considered like, one of the biggest blackouts. It's like the biggest blackout seen in North America That's in wild. modern day. Yeah. And so uh, it affected like hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, some people were without power for weeks. Uh, I'd have to look it up again, but possibly more like maybe a month wow. for some, some areas. But it was definitely like it was way longer than it should have been. Right. Um, and it was all because, like, it was uh, essentially, like, a, an error on, like, a computer server right. that people didn't pick up on. <laughs> and it could have been, like, totally prevented, but they, <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. So, so uh, long story short, it, w- it was a oopsie-daisy, and it, it, <laughs> it fucked everything up historically. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, was the delay in restoring power a result mm-hmm. of them taking that long to find the flaw? Uh, possibly. Okay, so yeah. we, 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 on, we just don't see. know. Because I'm see, like, if it's see. a, if it's a, uh, I mean, I, I, I imagine the code that's in these mm-hmm. computers that runs these programs to power mm-hmm. the eastern seaboard is mm-hmm. not small. Mm-hmm. So, like, combing through that, trying to find the problem, especially if it was, like, a legitimate piece of code yeah because i think they use like hotkeys a lot of the time for for stuff that they they write a bunch of okay like yeah control alt f uh, short to, to, to yeah. insert this chunk of code or whatever shortcuts yeah. yeah and maybe they hit the wrong button and the wrong piece of code got inserted so if it was an error in type typography like what was written okay that would be easier to find but yes. if it was trying to find legitimate code that served no purpose or got in the way would take a lot longer to to solve because now they're like tracing lines of code for connections and seeing where things fit and don't fit and making like that would be an exhausting job Uh, uh, immense yeah i agree um so they say it was a software bug in the alarm system in the control room wow must have like a safety shut off or something was the result of that or I think. Hang on. Uh, It's weird how many questions I have. Investigation efforts. 
a joint federal task force was formed by the governments of Canada and the U.S. to oversee the investigation. Uh, directly to Ottawa and Washington. That's so cute. Um, <laughs> on November 19th, 2003, so over a year later, no, months later, sorry, months later, uh, Abraham, so the, the fellow leading this uh, joint task force, yeah. Um, said his department would not seek to punish First Energy Corp for its role in the blackout because current U.S. law does not require electric reliability standards. The absence of enforceable reliability standards creates a situation in which there are limits in terms of federal punishment. Anyway, so basically they couldn't be uh, held accountable. So a software bug known as a rare condition existed in General Electric's energy unit uh, once it was triggered, the bug stalled First Energy's control room alarm system for over an hour. System operators were unaware of the malfunction. The failure deprived them of both audio and visual alerts for important changes. Oof. Because I feel like when it goes into like an emergency state, it's like uh, there's a lot of fail-safe things in place that are supposed to help in the event of an emergency. But right. when it's not an emergency, <laughs> or obviously not helpful. Um, yeah, so eventually it says at 3.42, the control room itself lost power. Control room operators informed technical support who are trying to troubleshoot the problem. Um, and then there's like a sequence of events. So it rolled out, like it initiated at 12 just <coughs> after noon. And then like most places by four o'clock were losing power. Wow. And then it just like went from uh, all the areas affected it's like pretty widespread it went from uh i'm trying to like summarize all the areas but maryland michigan ohio ontario new jersey new york uh Suff suffolk nassau westchester orange rockland counties Rochester, Syracuse. Oh, so those are all the areas in New York. Sorry. Um, Vermont, Connecticut. So wild. Anyways, uh, it was super widespread. It was like so silly. Uh, the cause, um, like the New York subway. I feel like this is a big highlight. Like the New York City subway was not functioning. <laughs> Oh, so wow. from like 4 p.m. until 8 p.m., there was no power there. So I, I'm just like, mm. I'm sure there were people down in the subway, like yeah, stuck. stuck on a stuck on a train for four. I mean, four hours probably, it relatively speaking, doesn't seem that long. But like, if you're sitting on a subway, this is before cell phones, folks. Oh, that's true. You had to be sitting with strangers, and like people were probably panicking, and like. <laughs> Someone starts no peeing way. in the yeah. corner immediately. Yeah. What are you doing? We <laughs> We're establishing stop. a pee corner. <laughs> uh, that's so bad because oh, that's, that's so Dwight. true. Like, I'm sure a lot of people had some really terrible experiences. Yeah. And I think I, uh, I obviously overestimated, but it said it lasted two, for some places, two hours to four days. But I seem to recall there was... Da, da, da. Yeah, I, a 
feel like I should have done a little bit more research in advance of this. But uh, essentially, I I seem to think that there were like some smaller outlying areas that had yeah, yeah. loss of power for longer periods of time, like maybe three weeks. I seem to say. I think. <clears throat> I don't feel bad oh, for them anymore. So I just read a thing on this that said uh, a lot of the gas stations in uh, in Manitoba and Ontario were weren't functioning yeah. because they couldn't pump the fuel. Because it's too cold. Uh, no, because the pumps were electric and they couldn't pump it out of the tanks. Oh, duh. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. yes, yes. Uh, oh my gosh, I didn't even I, that wasn't even a consideration in my mind, but that's the obvious reason. Ga- yeah, gas stations <laughs> operating in pockets of Burlington, Ontario, that had power, were reported to be charging prices. Get this: prices up to three seventy eight per U.S. gallon, which translates <gasps> into ninety nine point nine cents a liter. Holy fuck! That that made it into Wikipedia, and now I'm so mad. But I mean, in 2003, that would have been a travesty. 99 cents a liter would have been insane. Can you imagine? A dollar per liter? Were the average gas prices back then like in the 60 cents? I want to say they were probably in the 80s, but I don't know. 80s, okay. So they went up like 10 to 15 cents maybe. All right. This reminds me of um, a stat that I heard. Keep in mind, this is a TikTok statistic, so I haven't done any research to back this up. But I, uh, I'm just gonna li- like use it as fact now because uh, it proves itself valuable as a comparable in current day life. Um, there's a lot of conversation on TikTok about why boomers are not able to grasp the disparity like the the financial disparity that millennials face right because they're like you guys make so much money what are you talking about and uh the the per hour rate to work somewhere and things like that is very different if you have a boomer uh manager versus a millennial or even a gen x manager because they have a very different perspective on the value of money and this kind of shed light this definitely shed light for me on why that might be and so this man uh did the math on the average like an average earning salary in the 80s was $32,500. Wow. So annual salary of $32,500 was a good living. And that's what a lot of boomer-aged folks made. That was going right. And so he did the math and translated that, like, to today's to dollars. today's numbers yeah. sorry i hit my microphone so to today's dollars that equivalent value is in the neighborhood of like two hundred and fifty thousand like, dollars a year that's the equivalent buying power today yeah wow. yeah yeah and so he's like no wonder there's a disconnect because my 50 cent raise is nothing yeah. it's helping me nothing like that equates a couple hundred dollars more per month. And he's like, that's not helping me no. when my rent 
is still $2,500. And so it really like opened my eyes to the fact that there is like, there's no way to like broadly make this clear to everyone, right? Like there's no way to be like, hey, boomer people, it turns out that when you make $32,500 a year today, it means nothing. That's actually a really good point. And I didn't think about it from that comparison point of view, but that yeah. that really sheds light on it. Like, because there yeah. are people out there that that's their income. Yeah. And like, yeah, uh, that it would be like it's low income. But yes, there's absolutely people who are trying to live everyday life with that as their annual wage. Yeah, that's insane. Wage. Yeah. And I don't know. It just like, I was like, wow, aha moment. No wonder. No wonder they think that that's an amount that you can live off of. But I also think, yeah, and I also think that they, not that they haven't had to pay for things for a long time, because that's not true. But say you did make that much, your house is probably paid off now. You haven't paid a mortgage in a long time. You aren't aware of the going rates of rent or Yeah, you're that far out of it. Yeah, you're just, you're removed. It's not part of your everyday life. You're really not aware. You probably haven't gone house shopping recently. And like, let me tell you, that's a dark place to be right now. And I just feel like, uh, how do we broadcast this so that, and and I'm not saying it like because it needs to happen. I just feel like it would really help with those who are feeling like my management isn't understanding me and vice versa where the management can be like oh shit this is actually like pennies this is a not a good way (laughs) you know what i mean and i and i i don't want this to be misunderstood at least from my point of view um there are certain jobs that need to pay you a living wage i think yeah yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are other jobs that shouldn't pay you a, a living wage, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I don't think if you are making... First of all, minimum wage is, is, is a valuable thing, and I think it needs to go up. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm thinking of, of people that work at fast food. Um, right. You know what? Yeah. Like all these low-paying jobs that are like high throughput, and but they're designed, in my opinion, for people mm-hmm. with minimal job experience to get into the workforce yeah, uh, yeah and then it's and, and or who may not have education or, yeah. or whatever to yeah to to get them working yeah, yeah. i just don't think it was ever Maybe. designed to um to support a living support wage. A, yeah i agree um, yeah that that said uh for one reason or another there's a there's there's a plenty of people that feel that that's the only place they can work and and at that point um I mean, $15 an hour is, is nothing anywhere. Absolutely, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, but you're right. Like, we do, I feel like we have to have a starting point. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a, a bar set for, this is where we think the low end should be. And, like, you can work earlier than, because minimum wage starts at, is it 16 when you turn 16, you might mu- you have to legally make. I feel like that's pretty minimum close. Wage. I think that's I think that's pretty close. Yeah, and and so some people start to work before that. They just 
legally are allowed to get paid less. Right. And so you're definitely not looking for a living wage if if that's where you're at. Because if you're under 16, like you're, you're looking to save up for something or maybe just have spending money. Um, who knows, right? There's, yeah. there's a multitude of Well, and that's it too. Like here. the people who are making yeah. that kind of money, rather, I think the wages for the work you're doing in those in those industries yeah. is designed for people who don't have bills or responsibilities. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fair wage yeah. to train you to be an employee while you're working at these places. That's why you go yeah. to McDonald's and, like, and your order's always fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> they're learning. Yeah, exactly. Learning. They, it yeah. Doesn't, just because it doesn't say in training doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they're not learning. Unless they're like... I was actually joking with Jordan recently. Some days I would go into work... Uh, not feeling my hundred percent and uh i would just put the in training sticker under my name that is awesome and just ask people to not expect much from me today <laughs> i don't know what's going on <laughs> they'd be like, hmm. they'd be like Are you, you've been working here for like two years are you fucking kidding like <laughs> <laughs> that's really clever i like no, that not today i'm in training yeah. today i'm having an out-of-body experience yeah and so yeah but but back to these these sort of like entry-level jobs um if you do want to move into a position that pays more and maybe is a living wage there's always opportunity for supervisory roles management roles things like that like they're like they're at constantly those turning staff around yeah. yeah and like it just uh there's always opportunity yeah i feel like you just have to want it and look for it. And, and yeah. just to be clear for everyone, we're not saying that there aren't good reasons for people to want to work these um, lesser skilled positions and make more mm-hmm. money. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying, or we're not saying rather that they're wrong when they claim that it's not enough. We agree that mm-hmm. it's not enough. Generally, th- there are reasons why people fall in those categories, and we're not judging them or criticizing anything. Um, <clears throat> but in general, I think the rule of thumb is, like, yeah, a- as we've discussed, we have to and, and like have a bit of an expectation of of what you're getting yourself into. That's true too. Yeah, you. just just yeah. understand it and be okay with it. Yeah. Um. Had a fleeting thought. It's gone now. Oh well. Might come back. Might come back. Who who knows? (laughs) It hasn't yet, but maybe today's the day. I'm feeling lucky. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But um, anybody who is living off those sort of minimum wage jobs, um, fuck, that's tough. Like, I. Yeah, I I would feel stressed all the time. I have. Just the way that everything has gone up in price so significantly in the last two years really um it's wild i walked into i can't remember walmart or home depot i'm looking for potting soil because i'm trying to get ahead of the the trend and like try and get my my seeds started some of us are real green thumbs okay (laughs) this is like year four (laughs) attempt and i i don't think it's gonna happen for me but 
I keep trying, and I, I think I get brownie points for that. Oh, um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm like, looking at the price of things, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, everything is almost double, it seems, of what it used to be. Like, a small bag of potting soil is now $8. It used to be 4 or 5 and I'm just like, what the hell? Like, how, how does one even? How does one even? End of yeah. question. End of question. It's true. How does one even? Yeah, it's it's just it's phenomenal, um, truly, and not there's no end in sight. That sounds like super fucking depressing. I don't want to say that. Game over, man. But where 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 is their opportunity to kind of get ahead? That's a really good point. Because it's kind of a vicious cycle. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't take an economics class, but I have a feeling that it kind of just, like, it goes around in a circle and it comes back, and then the cost of things will go up again, and then, you know, wages will go up. And anyways, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's tough. I don't know. I think you either got to be really good at investing or really good at making money. Mm-hmm. And, and that could mean multiple jobs and... Late stage capitalism. Yeah, is that what that's called? They're talking about this a lot uh, in in the interwebs. Late stage capitalism and like what it its effects are and how the best the generation and they always pick on the boomers, but they said the generation that prospered the most from capitalism were the boomers, yeah. and they really they knew how to run this bitch like, and they still do. Like my neighbors retired both work full-time jobs as retired people because they want to. Yeah. And I'm like, that is fucking smart, guys. Because, like, like, they're not broke. By no means are they broke. I have full certainty that they have <laughs> cash to pay for everything. Like, they're just, they're willing to work and they're, act, like, healthy enough to do it. And I just feel, like, good for you guys yeah, for, for doing this with your life. What an amazing <clears throat> choice. And, like... It again the vicious cycle thing like because they're tapping into retirement and then also working like that affects economy I'm sure I don't know how don't ask me to make like break down the mathematics because that is not my forte at all but I've anyways I feel like it's all interlaced interwoven and uh anyway so now I'm trading baby wipes for products and uh, <laughs> on is, on like Facebook marketplace well, it's like groups, the Book of Eli or Mad Max or something. People are bartering. Yeah. In a poke. Have you noticed this? Uh, the bartering world. I don't know. I think um, maybe last time we were with you guys, you were talking about it. That yeah, like you mentioned a story that you had exchanged made goods an exchange for it, goods, but it was it yeah. was a passing detail in the overall context. Yeah, um, it was a it, it was a yeah a funny anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently this is happening there's i saw on tiktok uh, this woman was like i'm trading cupcakes for this and her boyfriend's like what are you trading and she's like my homemade fucking cupcakes a whole fucking tray of them and she's giving me whatever it was like whatever product it is that she needed and then it like uh stitched to this woman who does woodworking like she's like a a craftsman mm -hmm. and uh amazing work and she was just like so i do things with wood 
and I really like hand knit sweaters. So if anybody's interested in this exchange, let me know. That's and it pretty was just, cool though too. Yeah, opening up kind of a an old way of yeah getting what you need from somebody it's else. Like a swap but, meet, but online. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's a big thing too. The old ye old swap meet. Ye old swap. Meet. <laughs> Oh, man. But it's just wild how, um, like, people are trying to just access things for not a lot of money. And we're just maybe getting more resourceful because of it. Maybe that's the and it could be a, uh, silver lining. Like you said earlier, how do you get ahead? Well, I mean, they're just monetizing what they're good at. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, the definition of entrepreneurship, I guess. That's fair. And just because yeah. the exchange is not for money, they're getting what they want. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. Like to make 20 bucks doing what you really enjoy mm-hmm. versus going to work to make 20 bucks to buy the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. And I know people are going to, well, you know, once it's a hobby and you're making money, you're not going to enjoy it as much. But I think mm-hmm. I don't get the impression that these individuals are doing this. Yeah. Because it's their last resort. Yeah. I think they're doing it because it's fair. it's easy, it's convenient, and it's also getting their product out there their skills their message i don't know i think there's a lot of goodness to there to that yeah on a personal note that's why i never got into uh sewing Mm. like i i uh i had quite i still do i i love like sewing and i learned it's good for both the left and right brain which is really good because i'm a right-brained person anyways long story short uh i was like i don't want to do something that i really like because i'll hate it if i have to do it for work oh i I think a lot of people do that um and and like there's different uh i can't think of the word right now i'm sure it was the perfect word though oh whatever that word was it was the exact right one (laughs) for that moment yeah yeah, and, and it's, gone. it's gone. Just like my fleeting thought yeah. from earlier. <clears throat> uh, recurring grateful, yeah. theme. <laughs> recurring theme in the show. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like, uh, I don't know, just like do things you like to do. Yeah, and fuck everything else. Yeah. At, at this point in late stage capitalism. Yes, absolutely. Uh, You're going to want to have how much time we have left. you need to offer in the post-apocalyptic. Yeah, there you go. There you go, post-apocalyptic uh uh, advice mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in the pre-apocalypse yeah so we'll call it <laughs> pre no we'll come up with a name you can't force it you know you gotta wait for for the moment to strike yeah like when they came up with all these like pre-core and, uh yeah something uh, sheltering it at home sheltering in, uh, yeah sheltering in place yeah just like uh curbside pickup never heard that in my life uh anyways a lot of terminology that came that's the worst came out of the pandy wandy um <laughs> oh did you have a pandy wandy jenna that's super insensitive is it though i feel like somebody was having a pandy wandy <laughs> oh my god all right um i have a question for you yeah tell me everything you know about coco chanel oh my god <laughs> I was like, tell me everything you know. I was like, why am I being interrogated? <laughs> uh, so I was uh, listening to this audio book uh, called The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. 
Uh, he's got a lot of books out oh, there. Oh, uh, what's his name? Is that Hank Green's brother? No. No. No, no, no. Uh, hang on a second. <clears throat> Hank Green. You're like, wait. Hank Green's brother, because their names are spelled differently. Um, Robert okay. Green is has an E at the end of it. If that makes sense to you? Hank Green. Is Hank actually Henry? Henry Green? Well, Hank is, is short for Henry. It is, but some people just use Hank. Yeah. Like, some people, that's their actual name. Well, it's like if we called... Oh, well, yeah, it's like uh, like when someone's called Maggie and not Margaret. Yes, yeah. His brother is uh, John Green. That's it. But Robert Green wow. is, is spelled G-R-E-E-N-E. Got it. Anyway... <clears throat> Green with an E at the end. Got yes. it. Okay. So check. He's also written like the Forty Eight Laws of Power. There's a there's a pile of books that he's written, um, and I mean, you take him as they are, kind of thing. He's I think, I think he's uh, intelligent enough. But if if you read uh, some of the titles in his library and and what Wikipedia calls him, it might detract from your willingness to want to to listen to him or, or read his book. It's like if you looked up Jordan Peterson, you'd hate him. Yeah, kind of thing. And, and I don't think it's as bad, but it's it's there. Like, they call him, um, like, one of his books is uh, the, the Laws of Seduction. Okay. So, and then I don't know what that means. I haven't read it, and I don't know. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> Donald Trump, I'm doing this thing with my hands here. I don't know what You're it just, means. I don't know uh, who it's for. Um, I feel awkward. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... The Laws of Human Nature, really fascinating, and he he's kind of got three sections to each chapter. He has a, a an historical example. He's got um, a sort of translation into what it means, and then he's got a, what you can do as an individual to sort of apply the lessons learned from this example. Um, okay. And it's just a neat way of looking at things, and it's a it, he provides some really incredible points of view. Um, there's some things he's he said that I don't agree with. I can't think of them offhand because it's not like fresh so in your mind to left field. Yeah. It's just oh, take it okay, or leave okay, it, okay, but okay. I'm gonna leave it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, like as you're as you're reading it, you're kind of like I'm not so sure about this, but you you move on it, yeah. exactly. And he and he explains himself too. So from that point of view, you get to see how people who disagree with you think, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, one of the examples from one of the chapters was about Coco Chanel. Okay. And um, this is that is, her actual name? No, I will tell you her actual name. <gasps> oh my god! I mean, it sounds legit. Coco Chanel is a bit out to lunch. So her real name is Gabrielle Bonar Chanel, mm-hmm. and she went by Coco Chanel. Coco. Okay. Uh, anyway, she was not the rich famous uh you know designer fashi fashionista is that the term yes Uh, yeah fashionista that people know and love um okay she she started off very poor very destitute uh she was a a nun i'm just trying to verify this here the quote that I have here says Coco Chanel was an orphan nun. 
yeah, her father sent his two sons to work as farm laborers and sent his three daughters to the convent, which ran an orphanage. So maybe I got those wires crossed. But okay. uh, she she was a nun for a while. And then... At what age would this have been for her? Childhood? Around 11 years old. Okay. Wow. So little. Placement in the orphanage may have contributed to Chanel's future career. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so at the age of 18, she left the convent and went to living abroad uh, in a boarding house for Catholic girls in the town of Moulin. Anyway, uh, the point is, is <clears throat> she was uh, a, a trailblazer, if you will. Uh, she yes. didn't like the, the clothes she had to wear. She didn't like the style she was was told to uh, adopt based off of, you know, societal norms and expectations. Um mm-hmm. And she she wore her own thing. She went, I think the story goes something like she walked into her husband's closet or, or some close male member of the family's closet and saw a suit and decided to wear it one day. And then she decided to start designing her own clothing and wearing it around town. And next thing you know, people want to emulate her and wear what she's wearing. And she was, right. I don't know, she had a keen eye. Anyway, yeah, she blew up. She became this, this huge... So you went from zero to hero, literally. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting that uh, I'm sure there was a lot. It's a lot more complicated than this quick overview makes it sound. Um, Sure. And even in the book, it's probably not detailed enough because there were a lot of setbacks. There were a lot of obstacles and hardships and stuff. But at the end of the day, the message is pretty simple. Um, Yes. you, You might not be given an opportunity, but you can certainly create your own. Interesting. I, I heard something else. Okay. Um, this is like something that came up again. TikTok. Of course. Um, so it was like talking about World War Two and Nazis and things like this. Yep. And I was like, what the heck? Do they talk about that in uh, what you read about her? Well, was this something about spying? So, yeah, it says uh, Chanel cozied up to Baron Hans Gunther. Holy shit. Baron Hans Gunther von Declage. Declage. I'm I'm not saying that correctly. An officer in Abwehr, the German military intelligence. How do you say that? A-B-W-E-H-R? Abwehr? 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 Is it a German word? Yes. Then the W should be pronounced with a V, I think. A V, Abwehr. Abwehr? Uh, their romance enabled Chanel to move into comfortable living quarters in Paris Hotel Ritz. Oh. Then doubling as a German headquarters and kept her firmly entrenched in high society, which also had been infiltrated by German soldiers. Anyway, so they go on to say she became a double agent in 1941 and i'm like oh interesting but i I don't like that may have been mentioned i just can't remember that part yeah i I, like i don't want to say i don't care that's not true but i also feel like wait it wasn't true uh, it, it is true like this was kind of like a historical ex- excerpt uh it, it she was like a double agent for like nazi germany but i feel like at the time you didn't know whose side was right and whose side was wrong well i'm and to to 
especially if you're in Germany, I, like the wool was being pulled over people's eyes hard. <laughs> Concentration camps were being painted as like beautiful vacation vista, like places. Yeah. And, like it was so nice. And unless you actually went to one, which no one was allowed to do. Um, it was kind of like the strange. world was okay with not confronting it for as long as they could. Right, yeah. Because the Red were, Cross was yeah. even, when they were given tours of the camp, because that's part of their job, I suppose, is to make sure that <clears throat> POWs are being treated adequately. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They would get tours of some of the camps, and the the route of the tour was specifically laid out to go through the mm-hmm. nicer areas, the prettier areas, with uh, the better or the healthier-looking um, captives. Individuals. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Um, but to, to, yeah. to add to your point, Hitler was Time's Man of the Year in 1936, I think. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. It was, it's easy to look back and be like, oh my God, you were a double agent. Well, yeah, a lot of fucking people were. You want to be upset about yeah. that? We won the, well, USA won the, the nuclear arms race because they poached mm-hmm. all the scientists from Germany after the war. Yeah. Yeah. Or was and it the also, space race? Uh, I'm sure people race. weren't like... Hey, they're like, hey, we'll kill you if you don't (laughs) do this. Like, I'm sure that was a conversation had at some point. And I don't know if your life's on the line. I think people are willing to. Like, okay, I will take on this very strange pressing opportunity that you're forcing me into. There's a (laughs) like there's a book I really want to save myself. There's a book I I really want to read called The Gulag Archipelago. You have mentioned this Yeah, before. I think we actually have talked about this. Alexander Solzhenitsyn, yes. it's really long, and I haven't found a version of it with a narrator that doesn't make my eyes bleed. Um, I was going to say an audiobook would be good, but yeah, you have to have the right uh, narrator for that. Um, yeah. But I remember... Like a real historical... Yeah, sorry, go No, on. I agree you with remember. you. Yeah, there's got to be something there to bring it to life a mm-hmm. bit. Not that it's not already lively, but anyway... One of the things they talked about, uh, or w- rather, one of the things he illustrated in there was the idea that um, not everyone that you ran into who is, you know, working at, running, administrating these gulags was like a hardliner. Mm-hmm. Not everyone started that way, and the idea that mm-hmm. you can you can boil a toad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Uh, yeah, they didn't put a toad in hot water versus boil the toad. Yeah, like analogy. it's yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's it doesn't excuse it, but it offers an alternate view of how things could come to be, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting because we're, we're we're we can't look at things so so uh, one sided. Well, I, I or like there's two sides to the story, yeah. and there's no gray matter in between because there's always gray <clears throat> matter in between. And and. It, it just I can't even remember like we're a litigious society we want to be able to dissect things especially when it's other people's drama and issues and, and judgment um, but I think it's important to to think about not what they did but maybe how they did it how it came, like there's a little bit of extra thought because not everyone mm-hmm. that was uh, you know wearing a Nazi uniform was a Nazi just like you said some people were just putting on a show because they they had their own priorities that they had to protect their family, yeah. their friends. Who knows? Yeah, and, and 
I would like to think that everybody has a compass that's like points to good and points to bad, but that's just not the case. It's not, unfortunately. Some people, <clears throat> you get muddied and you get um, like influenced by the people around you and what's going on and what you hear. And you might hear something one day in one moment that you're just like, oh, this is the way I've got to go. Like, this is my fate. This is my sign, yeah. if you will. Like, this is the direction I must go in. And sometimes that direction is not no bueno. It's no so, bueno. Yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. Like you said, we can't. We can look back on these historical events and be like, oh, this is clear as day. But, you know, when you're in it, it's not the same. No, I agree. And, it's not the same. And, yeah. I agree. It's easy to it's easy to think. Thank you. <laughs> it's easy to think you'd know what you'd do in a situation until you're in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good that's like a good uh way of explaining it. Like thank you. From a human perspective, like you don't know until you're in the situation. You really don't. And to say like, "Oh, yes, I would for sure do this." Like, do you know? Yeah. Are you sure? Would you? They're the first ones that established the pea corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zachary. <laughs> um, okay. There was something that I'd mentioned at the top of the podcast before we started recording. And you were like, hey, hang on to those notes for the podcast. So uh, I think it's due time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Will you remember what this is? Because I don't remember. Let's hear it and let's see. Okay. Because okay. okay, so the story is <clears throat> because we we went to Mexico for a week, uh, Cassie and I, Jordan, Jenna, and yeah. we were taking notes on our phone about all the things that we wanted to talk about. And in the yeah. moment, we were both very sure. It was very clear that we were gonna remember this forever. But uh, you'll find out really shortly that they weren't all that clear. Over to you, Jenna. It was maybe a little muddy. <laughs> um. A little boozy. Uh, so I have the Romeo and Juliet of hockey. And my, in brackets note, is the bar upstairs. So I'm assuming this is the rooftop bar. The Romeo and Juliet of hockey. Unless, was it the sports bar that was on that second Oh, but I'm trying to remember. This is the bar upstairs. Why we were talking about? Anyways, I'll leave. I'll leave that one for for thought. Which, if anybody has comments on my note taking, please let me know. Yeah, Uh, I have. We're looking at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I have as a note, Joe Louie. Just Joe Louie. Okay. Wow. Don't know. Um. We will all remember this very, very clearly and not fondly. Uh, foot fetish snake eels. Oh, God, that was fucking gross. <laughs> so Jordan was saying he's talking to our neighbor about this story because he, our neighbor, divulged to us that they have a rat problem in their basement. And I said, pardon the fuck me? <laughs> there are rats infesting the neighbor's basement? directly next to us that's like 10 feet away yeah that's too close and i was like they're killing them right they're killing them he said they're trying apparently these rats are very smart they are avoiding the poison laced food 
that they've been laying out. Like they the this exterminator has like trail cams on them. I mean, I'd be paying it's, that it's guy next to fucking. nothing if he can't catch fucking rats. I know, right? Like, hasn't and, anyone and so, seen the bucket trick with the flap? Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, uh, I don't want to say we, we don't have a problem, but, like, I hope to continue the fact that we don't have <laughs> yeah, a problem yeah. right now. You always hear about it in the news, but you never think it's going to happen to you. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, we, we have a dog, so I'm hoping that that kind of, like, deters them. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but, like... I'm hoping because like Maple will like patrol outside the house and like they have a deck that wraps around. Yeah. And so they think they suspect from what they can tell is the rats are getting in under the deck and into Ah. whatever. And I was like, oh, we don't have that problem. Thank God. And anyways, I'm also hoping that our very senior dog uh, would be patrolling around our house and and protecting us from these. I had an actual image of, of... My, there are two reactions that Maple would have in this situation when she sees these Kay. rats. Number and, one, yeah. she attacks them viciously. Yeah. <laughs> and, and without abandon. I'm trying, yeah. Because she's reckless when she's excited. I just see mm-hmm. her, like, bowling ball head dive right at their stupid little faces. And then yeah. just, like, jaws nonstop. But yeah. the other response, which I'm not going to lie, I feel is more likely... Yep. Is you'll hear her whimper, and she's going to be mm. backed into a corner, surrounded by a ring of rats who are slowly <laughs> advancing on her, and she's going to be <laughs> terrified. Yeah. Yeah, and she'll be like, "Save me!" Yeah, come running to the door and be like, "Something's going on, but I don't know how to do anything about it." Uh, it's um, like the real life version of Lassie, except you can't understand her, and you're probably just going to walk away anyway. Oh, jeez. I can't, I can't yeah, help the, you. Uh, the latter, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, then Jordan, as he's hearing about this this lovely tale, um, goes on to share about when we were having a nice evening stroll along the beach. We'd all spent the day beachside. We went into the ocean. We were all fucking sea salted up and uh we're we're taking a walk after supper because we were like let's get out and and see what's around (laughs) so as we're walking along this beautiful shoreline we're dodging the horse shit yeah there's a lot of horse poop that's that's loitered everywhere and so every time you see a big pile of poop you would just like go towards the water right and so we're kind of towing this fine line between not wanting to get our clothes wet because we were just barefoot but like still wearing like pants or shorts or whatever and uh we're like not wanting to get wet from the water just going on this walk and then also not stepping in the horse poop which was like on the dry side yeah Yeah. and as we're doing this a wave kind of like washes up over our feet jordan's walking next to me and i don't know what it was like from in front of us like you guys were in front uh, but he we were behind you did you were behind I'm nearly positive why did i think you were in front maybe it's we were in front on the way back went in front on the way back yeah. okay i see no uh, we were anyways we were in front because he made this he made this sound no, it was, inc- and yeah. it included a bit of a a dance and it was like <laughs> yeah. and uh, 
fear, pure fear. Yeah. yeah. Oh right? My God. Was the sound. And all of us were just like, what is he freaking out about? We all thought it was seaweed. We're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But then we saw the slithering oh, body movement. Perfectly of what... highlighted by the moonlight. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, it. you're right. It just like perfectly fucking lit up this eel, it turns out <laughs> to be. But it moved like a snake. And we later learned it's a snake <laughs> eel. And they live in the depths of the ocean. Yeah. And they're are they're so rare that they don't even have like actual real biological information about them like it's so so minimal yeah, what's like, no on the internet on these ugly fuckers yeah and i don't blame them because they were absolutely fucking disgusting but we all were freaked the fuck out and we just like turned and burned yeah, we, we turned were just around, like yeah. get back it get was, back it was a stressful walk back <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and we were like, I don't care if I step in shit at this point. Like, it's better than stepping on mm-hmm. one of those yeah. fucking eels You can again. rinse the shit off in the ocean. You can't forget yeah. that feeling. Yeah, and so it, like, it had washed over Jordan's feet, and, like, he had felt it, like, slithering over his skin, and I just, ugh, like, the thought the of it makes me... It makes my skin absolutely crawl. Well, and uh, it's good that we all saw it, because... Yeah. He admitted, he was like, I would have just seemed like some bitch, <laughs> bitch if I, if you guys hadn't seen it, you would have just been like, oh, seaweed, whatever. But we all saw it and it was like desperately trying to get back. Oh in yeah. Water. It wanted, we it like, wanted to, <gasps> well, we looked it up <gasps> and, and so gross. it said they live like nine, like two to 900 feet below the, the surface or whatever. Yeah. And, Jordan, and they grow up to what size? Oh, that was a tiny one. This one was maybe two feet. But they, they yeah. grew up to like, like, hang on, I think it's like, th- I want to say three meters, but. Yeah, they were, like, we were lucky that this is the one that washed ashore. Because uh, it was some fucking. Five centimeters? These species range in total length from five centimeters to seven and a half feet. Or, or <laughs> almost two and a half meters. Could you fucking imagine? The only imagine interaction that I want up. with that thing, if I see it. Is that it's already in the shape of a noose and it chokes me the fuck out. Because I'd rather die. <sighs> so fucking well, gross. So if you guys want to really gross yourselves out, mm. have a gander on the internet at Ocean Snake Eels. Yeah, and uh, did, did Jordan say something to the effect that he felt uh, targeted by this thing? Like it swam up from the depths just to harass him? He definitely would have felt that, yeah. yeah. Because he hates ocean creatures. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, why who, why us? Yeah, of all right? the people. Of all the people. And then <clears throat> at that exact moment, and, like, they're so rare that people never see them. They can't f- catch or find them. And I was like, what are the fucking odds that this would wash up ashore as we're walking around on our fucking beach vacation? I don't understand. Anyways... Hopefully, in the grand scheme of things, it was it was for the better. I don't know, but like Jesus, I never want to see one of those again. In no, my life. I, I I'd be okay with that. <clears throat> like not even on on the Google. All right, you want to hear? Uh, you know, I got some I got some old ones that I don't I don't know what they mean. Uh oh. Uh, okay. Banger in disguise. Banger in disguise. I feel like I was talking about a song. 
Oh, but possibly. I don't know yeah. what song it was or why I brought Bear it up. Maybe it was okay. like a, okay. a song that I just can't remember what it was. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just a, maybe it was maybe a song. I can't remember. After all. <laughs> That's why I can't remember it. Uh, yeah. Then there was the old monocle trick. When you, okay, you have a monocle in your pocket? This I wrote. Something These are okay. My notes something. From the trip, right? yeah, yeah. Something tells me that it was a person using a monocle in lieu of, and we were talking about a specific other guest. I'm having like faint like memories of where uh, this could have come from, but I'm not totally. I'm sure. having none memories of where that could come from. Do you know what I should? We should uh, review on our next episode, though. Mm is our uh, fortunes. <laughs> sure, yeah. We'll do that for sure. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <clears throat> the other one that I don't remember is take your slides and go. Take your slides and I go. I feel like Jordan said that. Okay. But I can't remember. Were we referring to a previous uh, resort that had slides? I think he meant slide sandals slides and go oh like you know like like was he saying this to you no 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 i don't <laughs> think so no because my sandals weren't slides <laughs> oh, okay hmm anyway that's a lost one but i do have two three that i i know of was he talking about another person maybe that was like very specific? i think he was like <clears throat> insulting someone like get out of here kind of thing take your slides yeah yeah go. Yeah, I can't remember. Take it and go. Yeah. Um, Man, we're gonna need some backup from hopefully our more uh, memory potent better halves. Yeah, because these are terrible notes. <laughs> uh, I do. I did yeah. write one. We were, I, I was sitting there. We were on the beach, or no, we were in the chairs there, and I was just mm. watching the, the the paragliders and stuff. The the parachutes that are getting towed behind the boats. Yes. And, yes. Yes. <clears throat> Everyone's kind of just sitting there looking at stuff or reading a book or whatever. I asked the, We're all just zoning Yeah, in. I asked their group a question. I said, do you guys ever, like, use a grocery bag as a parachute? And and <laughs> I know where Cassie and Jordan both looked at me <laughs> like I was an idiot. So I clarified. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, you ever, like, climb into a tree and jump out of it with a grocery bag? and. <laughs> And try to use it as a parachute. A, pla- a plastic grocery bag, because that's all you could get yeah. back in the day. And, yeah. and the only response I got from anyone was J- Jenna laughing her ass off, saying, Colin, I think we grew up poor. <laughs> and we realized <laughs> at that moment that we had very, very similar upbringings, because that was hilarious. And we both 100% did that. I did that often. I would, I would pretend I would run with it behind me and be like, whoa, I'm filling up with so much air. Like, I'm going to be able to fly in a minute and then whoosh, try and jump off something. Or like you just did that like obviously. skip jump kind of thing. Like yeah. trying to see if it'll, it'll, it'll catch yeah. you. And, and gla- you know nothing about aerodynamics or Bernoulli's principles or anything like that. You're just an idiot kid Zero living your best life. <laughs> Yeah. Man, yeah. that was great. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I wrote a note. You told me to write down Buena Vista Social Club. I think you wrote that one. Oh, yes. Because we were talking about... Uh, I think that note was specifically because you had mentioned a song. And I said, oh, you would like this band. Because ah, there was a right. song playing. 
and I said Buena Vista Social Club is like this type of music. So they're a very famous uh, Cuban musician. Yeah, uh, I and and like I say very famous, but like I'm pretty sure they were very famous. I, they were allowed to leave Cuba to perform, and apparently that's like a very oh. big honor to be able to leave the country and go perform elsewhere, like as far as uh, fucking communism goes. And um, yeah, they just, oh my gosh, amazing, amazing singers. I don't know if any of them are even still alive. Like they, they were famous. Oh, there's a lot of members. In of, the 50s? Like, uh, they're the 60s. Oh, uh, 60s? Okay. Established in 1996. 96. Oh, man. But they were, like, I think they were older. Yeah, there's, know. well, I mean, they've got a, a ton of past members listed on. Uh, Wikipedia and, okay. and a lot of current members years active are 96 to 2015 but I'm definitely going to check them out okay fantastic yeah so anybody who wants to listen to like some good I don't know I would say like classic uh Cubano music C- like did you just say Cubano Cubano, Cubano? music yeah because uh, yeah um I want to uh, I want to breeze past that one, and breeze. I, I want to write. I want to talk about. I've I've other notes that we can discuss, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like we're gonna we're gonna run out of time soon. Sure, sure. And sure. so yeah. uh, I've got one last one I want to talk about before I turn it over to you, and that's uh, Sugar Daddies. Oh no, you didn't. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's like, should I not? I was really scared there <laughs> for a second. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, guys, we had the pleasure Uh-oh. of witnessing something in uh, in our midst whilst we were on vacation, and I think it took all of Colin's personal restraint not to fully engage in conversation directly about the subject of what he has just mentioned sugar yeah. daddy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah uh is that accurate yeah i was uh oh did your camera go away i don't so, okay oh. i can't see you but it can you hear me yeah yeah we're good um, okay if you if you stop uh, being able to see me but can hear and it's cutting out i can just turn the camera off as well it'll come back on when uh uh when the internet connection is more stable. Um, oh, okay. No, it was pretty interesting because this, this girl, she was, uh, I would put her uh, early 20s latest. Um, Do you think? I, 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 I thought mid-20s. Uh, maybe mid-20s, but I'll tell you why yeah. I think this in a second. Um, okay. But, uh, she was, You've done some thinking about this. Well, not some thinking. It, it, the, the thought occurred to me the moment <laughs> I realized it and then, I didn't, uh, okay. I didn't dwell on it, but um, okay, okay, okay. she was there with this insanely old dude. He was at least in his 80s. Um, he was like a Hugh Hefner level. Yeah, like he looked decently fit, but he had this mad uh, tilt at the hips. His his mm-hmm. whole upper body tilted forward like he had scoliosis. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he followed her Maybe around. Maybe he did. She was very clearly there with him. Um, mm-hmm. And it was very clear that we witnessed exchanges of of affection. Yep, yep, yep. Between the two. Anyway, I was very uh, PG stuff. Yeah, but super, still, super yeah. PG. Um, but I was uh, at the infinity pool, um, hanging out at the ledge, 
uh, and I was playing that catch game with Jordan. And then uh, she said something. I said something back. And then we started chit-chatting and uh, mm-hmm. found out she's a nursing student in Toronto. So that's where I got the age guess from. Okay. Um, or maybe, anyway, yeah. But I mean, like, you could be in nursing. It's true. She looks At a later age as well. Young. She did look very young, but I, I'd, I'd put her at, like, uh, 24, 25. Oh, yeah. Which is still very young. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, to be in a relationship with or romantically involved with somebody who is like late seventies at best, and I gotta wonder, like, what are the chances that that? I mean, it's not really worth discussing, but I think, yeah, what's the? I mean, I understand what the exchange is, but obviously, it's just a, a transactional relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there could be deeper feelings i don't know maybe over time maybe this sort of thing happens uh but i think just like the upfront reason that they're together is like maybe for for him companionship Mm -hmm. and um like me wanting to be with a younger person i like i i can't speak to like why he he's in it or why she's in it either um but they were definitely on vacation together and we were i can't say all of us were like super mesmerized but i feel like you definitely like made mention of it a few times well i was super curious jordan did too and you guys were kind of like on had them like i don't want to say on radar but you guys were both like trying to suss it out like yeah we we were we were doing a little uh playing detective a little private eye action going on for sure yeah because at first we only suspected suspected yeah we didn't have proof no and then we we we, (laughs) as they say in the court parlance it was beyond a reasonable doubt Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. i was just curious from a social point of view like i wanted to just be blunt about it with her be like are you Mm-hmm. Are you in a, like a business relationship here? Like, but everyone was like, mm-hmm. "Calling, don't you fucking dare!" Yeah, I specifically scolded. You I think about all it. three of like, you. That's did. so rude. Don't do well, it. I mean, it's. Well, not I think rude. all Ca- all Cassie had to do was give you the the look. Even through the sunglasses, I could I could feel it. Through the sunglasses, and you knew. Oh yeah. And then I verbally reinforced what Cassie had already said to mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and then I think Jordan mm, maybe was. Like, I can't remember. He probably made if a sound. said or didn't like say, said, but yeah. If, I, if was... I wondered that out loud, he probably would have been like, guy. Or like, hmm. Yeah, maybe not a good idea. Mm, yeah. But mm, I wouldn't have been not. rude so about bueno, it. So I would have been like super chill. Like, so, I mean, elephant in the room. Everyone knows. Can you just. Everyone knows. We, we all know. We Everyone's talking about it. Can you just tell me what's yeah. going on here so I know? I just feel like yeah, you're like my curiosity is. You shouldn't be lying imploding. to me like this. I just make her think that I've known her for a long time. Yeah, I've been watching you for three days. Yeah. <laughs> I know all about you. Yeah. Anyways, I it was uh, interesting. I don't want to say out, interesting, but out. it was just like yeah. I gotta rewind for a second. That I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't watching. There's a real stalker vibe. You just you just laid at my feet there. Oh, my apologies. The, uh, okay. <laughs> been watching you for three days and then i could just piled on oh. to it like i always do and i was like wait a minute rewind i'm not supporting this narrative okay casual glances just to get an update yes and then 
back to my regularly scheduled program. Hey, she was hard to miss when she walked into a room because she was full glam all the time, yeah. right? It was hard to miss. And, like, she had lip, has lip filler, butt filler, implants, whatever you, like, yeah. a whole kit and caboodle. So I feel like she was, it, and, like, the way that she dressed was, like, very... Visible. A, a te- like, attention, uh... Like caught your attention. Yeah, yeah, it was it was eye catching. Yeah, and so I feel like that would have been the first thing, and then you're like, oh, it's that girl, and you're like, yeah. oh, she's with that guy yeah. again. Wait, what? Yeah. Are they together? Yeah, like we all have these internal narratives that we like devise for strangers that we see on vacation. I'm pretty sure, yeah. unless we're just a bunch of no, fucking weirdos. You, no, you add um, like a whole like their story. You could sit there yeah, and just yeah, be like, yeah. yeah, well, after the war. You can make them, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they could be, they could be anybody yeah. you want them to it's be. The <laughs> just, yeah. So that being said, it's, uh, yeah, very, very interesting, uh, dynamic. And, um, and that's what yeah, they actually live like relatively close yeah. to us. And I was like, I, was oh like, my I didn't gosh. know we had those in Canada. <laughs> Does this mean we're, I, I might someday run into this person yeah, yeah. if I'm in this city like what would be the odds so slim but you never know yeah. um but yeah but I'll, i i wish her all the best hey, you do you boo and i, I yeah i wish mm-hmm. you health and happiness mm-hmm. if, to both of them of course really yeah for for as long as they need it <laughs> So, uh, sorry, to I don't want to say to wrap up the sugar daddy thing, but, like, that's a really valid question. Does this happen in Canada? Is it more common than we realize? Did we just, like, happen upon, like, a unicorn? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We should have caught it. You know, Where's my Pokeball? Yeah. Yeah, like, is this is this a fairly common thing that's happening and we're just, like, not privy to it? Or is this more common now than it ever was like i just there's so many stats that i want to look at yeah, here and i have no idea i'm sure stats canada <laughs> is not aware um mm-hmm. yeah let's look into romantic relationships between people over 60 with partners oh under 30 yeah yeah it's true uh it, it the dynamic that intrigues me and i bet you it's just we just don't pay attention to it i'm sure it's all around and, you, and you're just so busy with your own life that's probably why we right. noticed it in Mexico is because our lives were on pause for seven glorious days. We had days. no distractions. We had no kids you screaming at us. You could sit down just... and just look and think nothing. Yeah. Blank thoughts. Was the best. Just, yeah. And on that blank thought note. Yeah. I will blank <laughs> thought you blank thought. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Please tell your friends. Uh, Colin and I are trying to coordinate our schedules as much as possible. Yeah. As you can tell, it's difficult to to do so. Uh, but it, it is like no no shame on either of us <laughs> for it. Like I hope nobody feels upset by this. Uh, we just it's life, you know. Yeah, but we're doing so. it while we can, and we appreciate you coming. Yeah, up. yeah. Every single every single episode. every single publishing. Yes, <laughs> every single uh, that 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 thing. Yeah, every time. Uh, Blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. All right. Thanks, man. You too. Toodles. Bye.